Hello and welcome back to the Clients and Profits Featurecast. My name is Phil and I'm your host today as we explore the important process of closing the year in Clients and Profits. Uh, the year is coming to an end and it also means a close to many fiscal years for Clients and Profits users. It's a very quiet time of the year for a lot of agencies, a lot of companies. So the week between Christmas and New Year's Day seems like an appropriate time to start planning this out, to start thinking about it. Closing the year in Clients and Profits is, is very important and it should be done sometime after the end of your fiscal year. Since both Classic and Pro support two simultaneous fiscal years, there's really no urgency to year-end closing. The year can be closed well into your next fiscal year. But now is always a good time to just start thinking about doing that and start to formulate a plan. In Classic, for example, you have 15 accounting periods. This allows you to work into your new fiscal year three months before needing to really close the prior year. And since Pro supports 24 accounting periods, you can literally work for almost the entire year before closing the previous year. So during that time, you can enter data into both the new year and the last year and then print financial statements for any accounting period. So your first question is probably, Phil, what is year-end closing? Year-end closing is kind of like closing a chapter on a book. You know, the story's finished, and it's time to archive it. Uh, close year is performed by a special tool in Clients and Profits that prepares your database for the next year's accounting work. Closing the year doesn't delete anything. Doesn't, I mean, doesn't delete things like job tickets, timesheets, AP invoices, POs, client invoices, payments, or checks in your checkbook. It does one single thing. It resets the general ledger. It's like a fresh start for the general ledger. The thing is this. You can't enter data into a year that you've closed. So once accounting year has been closed, the journal entries are permanently purged in preparation for the new year. So you can't enter any last-minute entries into last year once it's closed. So say you've suddenly realized you've forgotten some entries and you need to add them. If you've closed that year, you're going to have to enter them into the new accounting year as a beginning balance journal entry. Now, this is no fast process. This isn't something you want to do quickly. I mean, it's something you want to take your time and do it slowly and, and make sure you're doing it right. Closing the year takes all day or all night. So you don't want to start the process until you have the free time to do it. It might be a weekend project. And now that I think about it, you know, one of those things, nobody can really be using clients and profits while you're closing the year. So weekend is probably a good time to do this because if they are using it, they're going to lose all their work. So make sure this is something you do when everyone is out of the office or at the very least in no way using the program. You'll see a, an okay message when the year has been successfully closed. And once the year has been closed, you and everybody else in the office can just start entering new work into the new year. I guess what I'm saying here is that you need a plan really well before actually running the closure function. Seriously, get a game plan together. If I could use a sports analogy, because I'm good with those, even though it drives everybody in the office nuts, it's like planning for the championship game or the Super Bowl. You know, you don't wake up suddenly say, okay, let's go play that big game. You've got to plan ahead. You have to have a game plan together. This means meeting with your CPA, plan your year-end procedures, print year-end accounting reports. With your accountant's help, you can plan for an organized transition into the new year. So the first thing you want to do is talk to your CPA. I'll discuss typical closure procedures here, but there may be additional procedures and reports that your CPA will want you to run. You'll also want to check your account balances. Start checking these balances early. Make sure that you review 
all of your financial statements. Make sure you're not going to encounter any surprises. The key is to be as absolutely proactive as possible. This means it's going to be less work for you when you actually go to close the year and you're not left scrambling at the last minute. We suggest a pre-closing checklist. You start your review early, you complete this checklist, which includes a number of reports that you need to run. You want to print your income statement, balance sheet, trial balance, year-to-date general ledger, client invoice aging, and vendor invoice aging reports. After you've printed all of these reports, you check for the year-to-date profit in your income statement. Make sure that that matches your current earning on your balance sheet. You check for the client invoice aging to match the total of your accounts receivable accounts from a period 12 balance sheet. And then check for the vendor invoice aging to match the total of your accounts payable accounts from a period 12 balance sheet. Now, if you encounter any problems with these balances, we have quite a few facts and tech notes on the Clients and Profits support site that have a ton of information about troubleshooting your agings. By checking these early, you'll be well prepared for the closure process. Now, once you've started this process, it's always a good idea to stay organized. So compile all the reports that you've printed in a three-wing binder labeled with closing year on the cover or just mark it, say, closing year, and then keep the binder nearby because later we're going to replace all of these reports that you print early with your final closing financial statements. Now, it sounds like a, a big boy job, doesn't it? And that's because it is. It's a very important process that we're talking about here. And I know I like to joke around on the CMP feature cast, but something like this, really not a laughing matter, especially if you're not sure what you're doing. So, you know, you've got to do this. It's got to be done right. And if it's done wrong, there may not be any turning back unless you've got a, a good backup. And we're going to talk about that as well. So once January 1st arrives, you're basically going to be working in two years. Any activity for January is going to be entered into period 13, February into period 14, and so on. So any adjustments or corrections to the prior year, which is the year that we're closing, will be added into period 1 through 12. You'll be entering work into both years until you're ready to close the year. So once you've entered most of your daily work for the year prior that we're going to close, you'll need to change the first day of your fiscal year to the current year instead of the prior year in accounting period preferences. That makes sense? <laughs> okay. So the next thing we're going to do here is print interim financial statements for last year for your CPA to review. We'll need to print your income statement, your balance sheet, trial balance, year-to-date general ledger, client invoice aging, and vendor invoice aging reports. Go over these reports with your CPA. Make any prior year adjustments that they say you need to make. Then reprint your financials. Any adjustments that need to be made to the year you're closing should be made now before you close the year. So if you make any adjustments at all, reprint all the financial statements, make sure that they're still correct. Now, what are you looking for? Here's what you're looking for. Check the balance sheet's current earnings to match the income statement's year-to-date profit or loss. Okay, your balance sheet's total assets should match the total liabilities and equity. Your account's receivable account totals should match the total on your client invoice aging. Your account's payable account totals should match the total on your vendor invoice aging. Reconcile the checkbook through December 31st. So you ought to make sure that you've reconciled all of your bank accounts through the last bank statement of that year. You should also print any GL-based report, such as like the general ledger, journals, job and income statements. So ask yourself a few questions here. Have you posted everything? All payables, receivables, checks, client payments, GL journal entries, 
All of that should be posted before closing the year, even if they're entered into the next physical year. Ask yourself, have you printed any desired or required year-end reports? Because once the year is closed, the year's income statements, audit trails, any other financials can't be printed because the information is no longer part of your database. Also, consider printing client, vendor, and resource summaries before closing the year, as well as the most recent financial statements. All of these reports will be cleared, and they'll be reset for the new year once the year is closed. So print it all. Print it all. Get it on paper. The most important question, have you backed up your database? I know I sound like I'm beating a dead horse. I do it all the time. I hate to sound like a broken record, but closing the year is irreversible. Once the year is closed, it can't be unclosed. There are no do-overs here. So make sure you have a complete backup of your database just in case something goes wrong, you change your mind, anything. A backup is vital before you go any further. So we're going to close this podcast for this week. And as we do, I want you to make sure you get a nice backup of your database. Backing up is easy. If you're using a traditional DF1 built-in database file, make a copy of it once everyone is logged out of the program. Log everybody out, copy it to a DVD, a CD, an external hard drive, another computer, a network drive, anywhere will it be safe. Make a few copies. Copy it anywhere and then copy it someplace else just in case that backup you know, gets corrupted somehow. You can copy it on a thumb drive. Just make sure you have a copy that you know you can get to easily if anything should go wrong. If you do back it up somewhere, back it up somewhere else just in case that backup's corrupted like I said. I don't care how large your database is. Storage is cheap. If you don't have enough, buy some more. Database, your database is vital. If you're hosting a MySQL database, talk to your database administrator about backing that up. And that's all the prep that you need to do before you actually close the year, which we're going to do next week. So I'm sure I've given you plenty of homework to do before then. Just take your time. Make sure you've run all of those reports. Check your balances. Work closely with your CPA the entire time and get that game plan together. I'll see you again next week, and we'll close your year. Don't forget, you can always get information about closing the year and any answers to other technical questions from our website at clientsandprofits.com. Until next week, my name is Phil. This has been the Clients and Profits Featurecast. Cast.